Everyone has a story to tell. Welcome to Dingo Talk, where we explore the experiences that make us who we are. Here's your host, Carlo Guadagnino. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Serenity Brown, class of 2020. Uh, Serenity, thank you for joining us here in Morgantown. Thank you. Okay. Pretty easy for you to get here. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you can see, this is our ugly sweater. And for the second year in a row, my guest stands me up by dressing nicer than I do. So what can you do, right? Uh, Serenity, you're from New York. Yes. You went to school in the opposite side of West Virginia from where New York, the part of New York that you live in. How, why, where, how do you, how does a girl from New York find her way to Brook County, West Virginia? Um, so in high school, um, I had a best friend and her family was originally from West Virginia. So she came to college down here. She went to Potomac State, I think it is. Um, and I would come down and visit her. And I just, I thought it was beautiful down here. So um, when it was time for me to start looking for colleges, I decided this is where I want to come. Well, but actually you wanted to go to West Liberty, wasn't it? You, oh, you... I, I visited both Bethany and West Liberty. Um, my big thing when I went to any school I visited was the first thing I wanted to look at was the library. Mm -hmm. uh, West Liberty I visited first before I visited Bethany and I walked into the library and, and it was like, oh, wow, I love this <laughs> library. I had like little egg chairs like that are soundproof that you sit yeah. in, you can listen to music and stuff. And I thought that was just so cool. Um, the very next day I visited Bethany though, and it was, it was no competitor. I saw like a couple schools after Bethany and I just, I walked onto the campus and went, well, yeah. you can bring me home now. I'm not going to go here. I'm going to go to Bethany. So you brought up that you, uh, the first thing you were looking for was the library, uh, which in, it hints that you have a love for books. Yes. So if there were three books that you could recommend to my audience, what would they be oh, and why? You can't throw that on me. Oh, yeah, that's how this goes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, can I pull a cop out and just say like anything by Stephen King? Because he's my favorite author. Sure. Are there three yeah. books in particular that you could? Um, Lovely Bones. Okay. It. Because um, we know my love for it. And the two out of three ain't bad. I'm not going to hold you on that. Yeah. Um, and since this is the Christmas episode, I'm going to throw uh, another random question at you. Could you name me as a as a retail person for this time of year? Is there a particular Christmas song that just really tickles your fancy or are you at this point uh Christmas music doubt but I still want to know what, what your favorite would be even okay so it's not an actual Christmas song I actually don't even think you know this about me there is one Christmas song that it, it makes me laugh because it's, it's just like us one of the people I watch on YouTube made it as a parody it is called Pussy Poppin for Santa Claus so that's my favorite Christmas song well done yeah well done there you know, DB and Miranda are going to watch this and, oh, I'm not the one in trouble now. Um, all right. So you you decide to come to Bethany. Now, 
you graduate with a history degree. Was that what you came to school for originally? No, um, I actually went to school for psychology. Um, I wanted to originally help people with uh, like mental um, deficiencies, I guess. Um, growing up, I have a lot of uh, family history, stuff like that. So I wanted to go into psychology. And then I took almost all of the coursework and went, so like, this is actually mostly statistics and I hate it. <laughs> so quick jump out of that. Yeah. Um, and then was it the next jump to history? Yes. And why? What was the end game with history? Um. So... I'm not gonna lie, when I when I first switched to history, there was no big like, oh, this is what I want to do because of blah blah blah. Mm. It was the history classes I was taking were my favorite classes. I just enjoyed them. Um and so I looked more into it. Um I originally wanted to go work in like a museum of some sort. Um, I actually have my art minor as well. Again, that didn't pan out. <laughs> so. But, you know, it works. You still have, you have a job. It's just not historical or yeah. artistic in any way, shape. I mean, it, it could be art. You rearrange the store. Yeah. It's it's merchandising. <laughs> it's merchandising. Right? Yeah. Um, so you're, you're going through, uh, you're, you're pretty far away from home mm -hmm. and Bethany's not cheap. Mm -hmm. How did you get your, how financially, what was going on? Did you, you got aid, obviously you got some scholarships. Uh, um, yeah. She worked a lot. Yes. I worked my way through um, college, which did uh, affect me some. Uh, thankfully, uh, my professor. Dr. Curley, Curley. Dr. Curley. He really understood. And he knew what I was going through. So it was easy for me to go to him like, hey, like I've been working a lot this week. No problem. We'll get you an extension, hand it to me on this day. I know you usually don't work this day. So we'll give you that day to, to bust it out for me. So he really uh, helped me get through that because I, I did work a lot. Um, Plus lots of loans and, and lots of paying out of pocket and stuff like that. So now as uh social life wise you're the last class that had bubbles yes um you're also part of alba z delta why like why go greek was that always on your radar absolutely not so actually i didn't join alpha z until my sophomore year mm -hmm. um so when i first came to bethany my first year i had some friends go through and they asked me to go through it and I was like absolutely not that's not the type of person like I am I'm for sure not doing that it's ridiculous um got to my sophomore year I had a lot of friends in Alpha Z <clears throat> and so this is against the rules uh but she's graduated now I had a friend who said I will pay for you to I'll pay for your um fee to go through recruitment and I said you know what you pay for it I'll go through it for you 
doesn't mean I'm choosing a house or anything. She was like, no, just just go through the recruitment week and see what happens. Went through recruitment week. I, I did end up going Alpha Z. Um, doesn't mean I didn't keep my mind open about the other houses, but some of them made me a little uh, nervous. But um, I did end up, and I, I don't regret it at all. I, I still talk to some of the sisters every single day, and it's not a regret I have. Now, other social, I mean, because you, again, you were there, the bar's open, and then the bar's gone. Um, what was social life like from we'll say 17 and then that'll lead into that ugly year at the end but um lots of parties on the hill mm -hmm. uh most of the time though I, I will say there was a year or so where I, I did go to almost every single party I made my own parties uh Monday nights on the stoop with uh Tasha mm -hmm. <laughs> that was I didn't have class till noon on Tuesdays so I'm gonna party here I mean, yeah, it's nice outside. Um, but by the end of my time at Bethany, it was kind of more, you know, I'm going to keep to myself. I'll go out every once in a while, say hi to people and everything like that. But it was really, um, once it came to like the last two years, it was more of me wanting to be in the house, hanging out with my sisters, movie nights going and doing shopping, anything like that. I just didn't really feel like partying anymore. You partied yourself out. I partied myself out. So uh, that leads to your senior year, similar to a lot of guests that I've had, um, both on the alumni tour and just on the uh, regular Dingo Talk episodes. You go into your senior year, you don't comp in January. No. You're, con you're, you're scheduled to comp in May and, uh, you know, COVID-19 hits and both from a retail standpoint, because that's what you work yeah. in and a school standpoint, um, what was the mental health side of COVID? How were you, how'd you deal with it? And how did you inevitably get past comps and, and out the way? So obviously it was a, a big shock because, um, I was very used to being at work almost every single day. I actually got a superlative uh, as a senior from Alpha Z that uh, most likely to never be at a single event because she's working. Uh, I feel like they created that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so then being at home mm -hmm. constantly um obviously like store shut down my job is not an essential place uh kitchen aids and stuff and just wasn't while it was nice to take a break and kind of have a minute to relax after a while it kind of got um tiresome mm -hmm. and it it did affect my mental health I, I wasn't good for a long time so when they finally opened stuff back up. My boss, I was on um, the second person that she called and it was me. Yep. I'll come back, back to work. I'm back. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. And she was like, no, no Monday. And I was like, all right, I'll be there. Uh, what time? <laughs> so, just immediately back to it. Now, 
comps were a different, they were different beasts. Yes. Because you were at home. So walk us through that. Um, well, pardon my language, but I almost shit myself. Uh, <laughs> there are a couple guys out there that are probably shocked to know that women poop. So. Yeah. So plain language there. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, when you're at Bethany, you have other people in your major to study with and kind of get you through the week. Um, obviously, I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was in a relationship at the time. They helped me study and everything like that. But that wasn't you're only going to do so much when they're not in that major. Mm -hmm. So I studied, studied, studied. I had like the big poster boards all over the walls. Um, and I was like, oh, I got this down. I'm going to be good. Took my written, did really good on. I was like, oh, that was nothing. That was, that was bad <laughs> at all. Like, oh, why was I so nervous? Next day was orals. Um, I'm setting up for the video call because it's video call instead of in person. And everything gone just gone and i'm sitting there and i'm like visibly <laughs> shaking and i'm like calm down it's gonna be okay uh thankfully like my professors and everybody yeah, who was your panel um it was corelli mm -hmm. lanzalotti mm -hmm. and hill gardner why Hill Gardner was on it? The because you took religion and they had to throw one, a curveball. I had the librarian. Yeah, really. I don't know. Went to school for third person. Just went to school for six years. I crossed paths with a lot of professors, and the best they could find was, "Yep, the librarian's free." <laughs> She's never met him, and that was her in our meeting. Like, I don't know you. She's but like, I don't, I don't really know you. Never seen you. What would you say you use the library for? Uh, yeah, I had a really nice DVD collection. Because we know that how to share. I'm not a reader. That wasn't a thing. I am now. Yeah. I'm starting trying to be. Yeah. I'm a listener, not a reader. Um, so you get through comps. You then go back to work. But what was the end game now that you're out? What were you looking now that you have the degree? What were you looking? Was that still where you were going? Looking for the museum? Looking for? Um. Originally, yes. Um, but obviously, I graduated still mid. Uh, pandemic mm -hmm. so it was like oh I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait until after everything dies down and then I'll start looking um no interest in teaching no no interest I don't have the patience I don't think um one which is crazy again retail thing. person you I'm good at faking it that I feel like you'd be a yeah. great history teacher here's a worksheet don't talk to me don't speak um <laughs> no I just think they're uh, looking for teachers. Just say. I just think I'd get fired on like my first week. Some a kid would say something to me, smart mouth, and I just. Uh, well, you can't do that. I know. You can't. It'd go to jail. Yeah. 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 It's not could. I think you would. You definitely go to jail. Um. All right. Well, so with your history degree, this next random curveball question, uh, I kind of think right up your alley. So, you get to have a beverage with three historical figures who are they and why you know i don't like when you put me on the spot because i even asked you 
what the questions were going to be before this and no clues to tell me. So I think that's rude. First off, you edit the show so you know exactly how these go. And these curveball questions, you watched me collect them. In fact, you have the list of every curveball question. So we will go back to my question. Three historic figures. They don't even have to be real historic figures. For all I know, you could put Yoda in that in there. That's a great one. Um phenomenal one. Dun, 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 dun. Nothing. 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 No, know. there's not three historical people that you, that you would like to meet, or would have liked to meet. All right. I know. I get. Listen, you're a part of history. It's good, great to learn about you. I don't, don't want to talk to you. Don't want to talk to you. All right. Three musicians that you could. How about that? Does that work? Three musicians. That you can sit down and just pick their brain. They can be dead, too. They don't have to be old. be dead. Um, one of them's Ashniko. Okay. Uh, she just has a I don't give a fuck attitude. And I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm bad at this. Well, you know. I don't. I wouldn't say bad at it. I think we're. I think we're progressing along quite nicely. You're. You're. You're hitting strides. It's. It's an ebb and a flow. Right now, you're in an ebb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, tell us more about your job. So, you work at Bed Bath and Beyond now. At the right after as as you're graduating, you're working out at the Highlands. Yep. Um. Um. I worked through there. I started. Uh, I think my junior year there um and as soon as I graduated um my boss was like listen a, a full-time position just opened up and receiving would you like it I am like, oh, of of course like I if not I was gonna need to find something yeah you're gonna find a second job so I was like yeah of course so I become full-time I'd say probably about six months later, she comes to me again and she says, you're my next available person to become management. If I have someone leave, you're, I want you to be a manager. Is it something you'd be interested in? Yep. Absolutely. Of course. Um, progressing is always good. So she says, okay, I don't know when that's going to be though. Mm -hmm. If an opportunity comes up somewhere else, are you interested in that? Within reason, of course, it's something I definitely have to think about. Um, but I would love to be told about it and yeah. given the opportunity. I think she knew <laughs> something was on its way because two weeks later, hey, positions opened up in Morgantown for a management position, um, I wanted to bring it to you. Do you want me to recommend you? I was like, well, Morgantown's not that far away. Because um, at the time we're living in Bethany. Because at the time we're living in Bethany. So it was like- <laughs> Hustle and bustle. So uh, I was like, yeah, no problem. 
give me an interview, blah, blah, blah. So obviously I've never had management positions. So she really went out of her way mm -hmm. to speak to the district manager and everything and be like, listen, like she's, she's really good at what she does. She knows a little bit of every single department. Um, and I did end up getting it. Uh, there was a while that I was driving an hour and a half to come to work up here. And the problem <laughs> with that was, was the week before I was supposed to start in Morgantown, my car engine blew up. Yes, it did. Cumberland, Maryland. Yes, it did. And there it stayed for like six months. So all this money I had saved up, no longer was a thing anymore. So we had to make a real decision about that yep. travel and gas prices starting to go. Yep, gas were... prices rising at the time. And it was finally like, all right. Well, it was time to get out of Bethany. Thanks, by the way. Appreciate you're welcome. That. Appreciate that. Like, uh, you're going to focus. It's like, I don't know, you're either coming with me or staying Chuck here. Tried. Chuck tried. <laughs> Chuck tried his hardest to hold me there. And he, he made some things happen with that truck that we weren't sure we were going to be able to make it. But we did. We ended up here. Now, walk us through. You've now subsequently been promoted to store manager. You're in charge of the whole kick caboodle, which really sucked yesterday. But hey, it's with power comes, you know, sucky responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, so walk us through a day uh, for you, especially right now, because this is kind of like peak season. Thankfully, it's coming to an end. Also, before we answer that question, the lovely hat you have on there um, on this Christmas episode. So if anybody's looking, you can uh, contact this lady right here and she will get you in touch with the guy that can get you a hat. So go ahead. So take us through a day. In the... um, Mondays are probably my busiest days. It's the day I'm in the office most often. Um so every Monday I have to make the next schedule that comes out. I've got to close payroll um, and then doing like negative on hand reports, um, store walk reports. If we have a different, an aisle change, mm -hmm. I have to make the aisle plan for that, um, stuff like that. So I'd say probably about half of the, the Monday consists of me being in the office and going over and doing all of that. Um, but most of the time, it's it's me out on the floor. It's changing rooms. It's making sure everything looks full. It's making sure the back is running properly and everybody's getting the stuff out to the floor, um, helping customers. So there's some managers who would could sit in the office all day and let everybody else run around and do all the stuff. I'm not that type of manager. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also, I'm very hands-on. I'm gonna be there and do the work with you. Um, it's gonna make it go faster. And you don't, you just don't, you're, uh, yeah, you never stop. So I don't, <laughs> I'm just constantly going if I'm sitting down for long periods of time. I just don't. Well, and in your spare, you find spare time. You have now taken over the role as the editor of this show. Um, why? And what has, what, what's, let's start there. Why? Um, you were very passionate about this show. 
and anything that you're passionate about, I want to be a part of. And this was my way of showing you, like, hey, I care about this um, because I see how passionate you are about it. Um, plus, I think it's kind of fun. I'm really, really not looking forward to having to edit this episode because I having to listen to my voice is going to suck. And through your editing, you've improved. You've improved. You've changed. We've changed some things. We found out that you can't the the software that we use. If you have it on one computer, and it's a different platform than the other computer, you have to buy it again. They do yep. not. Uh, so that was a that was a curveball. Yeah, um, I didn't like that one. We've gone through some some merchandise and trying this, trying that, um, trying new things in the editing process. What are some of the shows that you really, as we look back, since this is also the New Year's episode, looking back, what are some of the shows you enjoyed editing and why? Um, well, I liked editing the Dr. Dr. Semperfish. Yeah. Um, just because what he was saying was interesting. I think when you're interested, I'm not saying that the people he has on his show are boring, just they're not always she took shots i have not everybody has it's just they're they're not what i sports listen to sports (laughs) i don't do sports go Um, sports that's this one go sports so it's always easier to edit when i can enjoy like listening and go oh that's that's interesting i didn't know that before so that was one that was like oh Mm -hmm. this is pretty cool um, when they give you good like energy and they, they you guys just bounce back and forth, I so really Fedco. enjoy. Fedco episode, you edited it. Let's hear it. Um, I don't think you want me to go into that. That was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, he had energy. There was a lot of uh volume control that needed to go into that episode. <laughs> so um so earlier this week or i guess we last week when this episode comes out we went to the telethon for uh for plum the 22nd telethon they they raised over fifty six thousand dollars, bringing their 22 year total to 1.9 million um or i think 1.09 it's, it's over a million it's over. um i'm trying to sound smart there with the numbers and I, <laughs> now i'm second guessing uh rupture rick will let me know if i can um so what was that experience like because you saw it from uh that that's kind of where tv started for me Mm -hmm. um and it didn't look like that and those cameras were phenomenal Uh, yeah i was that is like the one thing i like for a high school i was amazed by the production value the the high quality camera stuff like that my like coming from where i came that was never a thing i don't think if they do now they might maybe now i don't maybe know now. I mean, it is yeah, my high school didn't have like a tv radio thing our big thing was theater um and you were involved in theater i was involved in theater i was all the way through yeah. college and then never never an actor um i did act in one play and that was in college I did it for one night because I was the understudy because I was the only person who knew the whole script because I was at every single rehearsal because I built the sets. Yep. Um, 
And I'm really lucky that in that in that play, I was playing someone who was skittish and jittery. Um, so you're because my anxiety really worked well with the role. <laughs> so you know, for those young aspiring aspiring actors and actresses, if you have anxiety, just look for roles where you you where play. For you. you know, play into it. Don't uh, that way you can still be. It a always it always made the director I, I guess so frustrated that I wouldn't act or anything like that because they're like oh, you're so good at that because like I would stand in for rehearsals if someone couldn't be there or anything like that and they were like like you're so good at doing this blah 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 and I'm like yeah I'm, I'm, I can I, do it I'm not going to do it now, I don't want to be <laughs> did you ever want to be like a writer or a director or, or anything like that mm -hmm. I mean because you did a lot of the props you built the sets you you know, behind the scenes, yeah. learning the scripts. The scenes and stuff like that, building the sets and stuff like that. I always enjoyed it. I've always loved to build things, do crafts, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, hence my new desk. Yes, hence your new desk. That I, they can't see, so that was a pointless statement. Was just I like, built his desk. I never wanted to be like a director or anything like that. I'm pretty sure when I was little, I'm sure I wanted to be a writer and I was never good at it. Well, now go back back to so you you do props, you do sets and whatnot. You've helped with the lighting in, in the new studio, your soundproofing wall. Um, and as I said, I pointed out uh, a few episodes back for the folks that watch, um, we have a new shelf. Now, obviously, the shelf had to move because you're in the shelf spot. <laughs> why did you come up with the idea? And what are, what are some of the things on the shelf? And why are they there as we're looking at them here? Um, well, Santa Claus is there, but yeah, he'll be leaving soon. Santa's uh, back up there. He had to move out of the way for this episode. Um, well, when we were putting together the shelf, one of the things, you know, represented you, your show. So, you know, the bobblehead boomer. It was originally a microphone stand. Yeah, uh, that uh -oh. obviously with the alumni tour and all of that, I think that made sense. Your staple, the dingo hat. One of one of one. One of one uh, had to be in there. It did and the blue microphone. And the blue microphone because that's uh, what you started with. No, the bice of the bobbleheads when I started. Well, with. Then the blue microphone, but close enough. It's yeah. the, that's the first real microphone. Um, and then the next shelf down was all the cans, uh, the Iron City collectible cans. Yeah. Um, your clapper that we bought, you don't use. It was like three bucks, but still, yeah. we, we don't use it. Um, and then my favorite part of the whole shelf is the way that the decanter glasses and flask just tie everything together. I mean... It, whatever floats my goat, right? Yeah. That's... And if you're... you're... If you're gonna do it, you might as well make it presentable and pretty. Is that? Can I use that as an excuse? Yeah, uh, sure. Okay. If it um, sits there and looks pretty. It's a good clarification. Mm -hmm. Um. So we've come to that point. There's three questions left. Do you need me? To, do you want to pause and I can prep you for them, or do you remember this line of Just, questioning now? All right. So, 18 year old you, you go back. What would you change? Is there anything you change? What advice would you give? Um, I don't say that there's anything I would change. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think at 18, I matured, had already matured a lot. Um, I was 17 when I came to Bethany and after one year, because a lot of people don't know this, in New York, I could have gone to a school, like a public school in New York, and it would have been free because mm -hmm. it was a system that they put City, in place in New York. Right? Yeah. Um, but my parents were like, we're going to give you the chance to go out there for a year. We'll give you a year. Then you can come back. Mm -hmm. You'll go to one of these schools. And I was like, okay, made the deal. I finished my first year at Bethany and they said, love you. Don't come back. Not because they didn't want me around or anything. It's just they saw that I I started to make a life for myself. I made friends. I, I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, and it was best for me to stay out here rather than going home. So they were like. Well, out there, not here. Yeah. Different part of it. One's um, the panhandle, one's the middle. Like We're closer to New York now than you were. Actually, yes. <laughs> I know. So, growing up, I had to mature early, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't change anything because it's made me who I am now. Mm -hmm. um, any advice? Any advice? Advice, especially if you're going to college. Well, no, this is advice for you, eighteen-year-old. For the eighteen-year-old me. What would you now that now now what would you advise eighteen-year-old you? Go to class. Yeah. 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 My first semester. Some of us. It, you know. Some of us understand more than others out there watching. I'm one of them. I yeah. completely understand. Go to class. Go to class. Go to class. Just go to class. All right. Now, you said when you stepped foot on at Bethany, yep, you fell in love immediately. Yes. Why? What is it about Bethany? Why Bethany? What is it? Well, one, I went on my visit middle of like summer, so everything's like full blooms and everything like that. There's not really students or anything mm -hmm. on campus. Uh, Maybe it was just like the circumstances too, because like we had got lost on the way and I ended up in some random town that literally looked like it came out of the hills of eyes. Probably is that one. No, yeah. it was like an hour in the wrong direction. I don't know where I ended up, but it was, I was like, I locked the car doors. I can't come. We're going to be eaten. I was scared. Um. So like we showed up he got out of the car and immediately like you're at the bottom of the brick hill and all the trees coming over uh old main i was like this is absolutely beautiful this is what i want to see every day and that's what really set it in place for me mm -hmm. um and then just as we did the the tour and everything like that it was it felt felt very personalized and like they made it to feel like home mm -hmm. and that's what I liked now you today would you go and recruit someone to Bethany and how would you do it what's the message that you would give them because as you just pointed out 
Bethany is very small. It's very yes. secluded. But in one year, you came back from Bethany. Your family looked at you and went, huh, love you. Stay there. Stay there. Because you're. Yeah. You, um, right. That's what it gives you. It It's. Yes. You're out there. You're. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to be a special type of person to last at Bethany. Sure. You can go to Bethany. Not everyone lasts at Bethany. Um, <laughs> so. I kicked me out twice and I still can't. I still stayed for 11 years. School for six, but 11. So just know that it's not going to be something where you're constantly doing something every single day. You have to make it, you got to make the best out of what you have. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, if you're someone who constantly needs to go out and go like do all these different things, it's probably not going to work. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, it is a place to grow and come into yourself. So I would say if I was recruiting someone that you learn a lot about yourself in a place so small mm -hmm. and it'll do a lot for personal, personal growth, if that's something that you're looking for. You you made an interesting point at the beginning of that, where you know anybody can go to that. Sure, go mm -hmm. ahead. But only there's there's like a select few that they yeah. that actually end up making it through. We know the numbers have yeah. they 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 go Change. up and down. Yeah. Do you think that's and and I've said this. I think I said it in my episode. I think. Do you think Bethany picks people? And by that I mean, not like the recruitment process. Like but oh, they, we want they, you to come to Bethany. But the the, the town whatever itself. it is that that energy that's in Bethany absolutely you know it, very much uh, a person who believes in energy and stuff like that and yes I fully do believe so I think that you'll know if it's for you within the first so I give it semester but the first few months really. Um, and and it's not for everybody it's, it's not, not for everybody uh it's it's not you're secluded you're in the middle of nowhere um, shout out harry chambers he keeps you going yeah. soup season it's soup season miss the breakfast sandwiches um but you have to be able to your energy does have to match the place or it will it, it will catch oh, yeah. you out. I mean, it, it, yeah. And, and and wow, have we? I mean, you've seen some people that they go. There's people that I went to school with I that actually, came back twice and still got bounced in yeah. some fashion. Like, I actually like my freshman year roommate. She left Bethany, and she's gone to another school. I don't know what it was, but. Um, she left for a year and went, why did I leave? And she did end up coming back and she has now graduated from Bethany. But I think uh, it's funny to see that like, maybe that's not where she needed to be at the time, but- It called her back. It called her back. It Things her change. Back. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with us before so. we wrap this up? Do you want to do the ending? No. Do you think I can get through it without messing up? I believe in you. Okay, well, 
there's 140 some episodes that are going against you, but I love that you're betting the under. I love it. She's betting the under, folks. Let's see if we got this. Thank you very much for joining mm -hmm. me on Christmas Day as we record this. Yeah. Um, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year to everybody, because when this comes out, we'll be yeah. rolling into New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's weekend. Um, for those of you that stuck through this entire episode with us, uh, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. The only place that it's different is dingo underscore talk for Instagram. If you type in dingo talk, you will see bald man loves to talk about the wild dog dingoes. Not me, not her. She won't be there. She doesn't edit any of those. Hates that I use that. Can't be, it can't be mean to me though, because the camera's rolling. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you can get your podcasts. Uh, get in contact with us for a hat. Make sure you keep an eye on things as we head into the new year. I think there's some some changes and whatnot that are going to happen with this show. Um, and I guess we'll see you in 2023. I mean, that's uh, that's that's a wrap for, for Dingo Talk. So I am Carla Guadagnino, Serenity Brown, class of 2020 from Bethany College here on the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. And we will see you next year, Chuckleheads. Thanks for checking out this episode of Dingo Talk. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. For more info and to contact the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dingo Talk.